Motorsports of any kind don't operate without plenty of dollars, and that usually means sponsors of various types. I want to talk today about recent moves from two of the most recognized brands involved in dirt racing today in Lucas Oil and NOS Energy Drink. So let's get into it. It's Tuesday, January 17th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Over your lifetime of watching or competing in motorsports, there are certain brands that were synonymous with a specific driver or team or series. Examples include things like the Winston Cup or SDP and Richard Petty. When you think of Sammy Swindell, I'm sure a sponsor or two probably come to mind. You know, you think about Channelock or Kodiak, and the same is true with Steve Kinzer. Or think about the Rocket House Car, which has been Valvoline branded for how long now? And in this current generation of dirt racing, the Lucas Oil Company and NOS Energy Drink can be seen and found in a lot of places. I don't necessarily have a specific thesis for today's show, but I did want to point you towards some interesting moves in the last year or a couple of years for these two big supporters of dirt racing. If you're interested in sports business and the business of dirt racing, we're seeing some shifts from these two, which isn't uncommon for companies involved in these types of sponsorships, but intriguing nonetheless. We'll start first with the Lucas Oil Company, makers of all sorts of lubricants and chemical products for automotive. The tie-ins with motorsports are obviously easy and work well. In dirt racing alone, Lucas not only owns the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, but they've partnered with a number of other series and racers, including Earl Pearson Jr., Rico Abreu, and a lot of others. But in recent years, we've seen a fairly seismic shift in their involvement across all types of motorsports. And it would appear the key driving factor in all of it was a change in company leadership in 2022. In May of that year, Morgan Lucas, who's the son of founder Forrest Lucas, was named company president. And in a couple of years since, we've seen a fairly significant pullback in their support of various programs. We've seen them discontinue their off-road series and end their ownership of the Pro Pulling League, even though they remain a sponsor. Lucas also ended a 22-year partnership with offshore powerboat racer Nigel Hook in 2022. And in dirt racing, they're no longer part of the branding of the CompCam Super Dirt Series or the Empire Super Sprints. There were rumors in recent months that changes were coming to the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series as well, but at least for 2023, everything has remained status quo. Around the Late Model Series, though, we've seen a significant change in broadcasting, with Flow Racing taking over the streaming for that series and the Mad TV Plus service going away completely. Their Plus platform had been plagued with all sorts of issues, and it's clear that it was not a major revenue driver for them. This has all gone on along with the company moving its headquarters from California to Indiana this past year. Their sponsorship news, though, hasn't all been about pullbacks. They obviously continue to support the late model series, EPJ's car still very heavily Lucas-branded for 2023, and we just watched full weeks of the Lucas Oil Tulsa Shootout and Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. And late in 2022, They also extended their deal with the NHRA for another three years to remain the title sponsor of the NHRA Lucas Oil Drag Racing Series and as the official oil of the NHRA. It's important to note here, too, that Morgan was a longtime competitor in NHRA racing in top fuel, so that's probably a big reason as well why they continue the NHRA ties. With Morgan at the helm now, though, they seem to be consolidating their resources and maybe cutting ties with certain programs that were either low in value or not performing at all. The pullbacks don't appear to be a complete departure from motorsports, but instead refocusing more on the deals that bring the most ROI. 
It seems that Forrest was maybe more free in his support of certain areas, while Morgan is more concerned with the numbers and the actual impact. As for NOS Energy Drink, their support of dirt racing continues to roll along, and we're even seeing the program's director in Lauren Albano slowly creep the brand into other areas. Besides sponsoring the USAC Midget Series and the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars, NOS is the main partner for Tyler Courtney, Sheldon Hoddenshield, Chris Windham, the Matt Wood Racing Teams between Midgets and Sprint Cars, and Justin Grant's various rides. On top of that, we've seen them with branding in NASCAR, drifting, rallycross. And for 2023, we'll also see NOS full-time with a major dirt lay model series as Nick Hoffman's rookie effort with Ty Tuareg and the World of Outlaws is being supported by the Energy Drink brand. Hoffman flew NOS colors recently on his Modified and on his Midget at the Chili Bowl. And we've seen NOS lay models in the past, but not full-time like this. The NOS line of drinks is owned by the Monster Beverage Company, and Holly Performance still owns the NOS brand itself, with the drinks being a licensing deal between the two companies. Don't forget NOS was originally a line of nitrous oxide systems, NOS, uh, and parts, which you can still buy today. Unlike Monster or Red Bull, NOS doesn't have the massive deals in other sports and even motorsports. You know, you think about Red Bull with its basically two Formula One teams that consist of four cars. But it has found a foothold in dirt racing that seems to be paying dividends as Lauren continues to slowly expand the brand's footprint. It's been a way to reach a very specific customer base and at probably a much lower price point. And I'm not necessarily making direct comparisons between Lucas and Nas here, and like I said before, I don't have a specific thesis, but it is interesting to take a look at their varying strategies over the last several years. One pulling back and kind of reconcentrating their efforts with the other kind of being fairly methodical and slow in their expansion. All right, moving on, we are getting down to the final weeks with the iRacing or World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series, and last night was round eight of ten. Series was at Knoxville Raceway, and newcomer Timothy Smith entered with just a five-point lead over multi-time champion Alex Bergeron. Series vet Tyler Shell has made contact as well, and he was uh, 33 points back to start the night. After preliminary action was complete, Tyler Ducharme was on the pole with Kenny Miller to his outside, but neither driver would end up finishing in the top five. Bergeron had the highest starting position of the championship contenders in third, while Smith started eighth and Shell tenth. Ducharme led the opening few laps, but it wasn't long before Bergeron seized control. And once out front, nobody was able to challenge him. He ended up winning by nearly two seconds over Evan C. Smith did grab a podium after that eighth place start, and Shell went 10th to 4th. The win for Bergeron, though, was enough for him to take back the championship lead, with Smith now two points back. Shell's still 39 back in third, but his chances to stay in the fight are diminishing with just two races remaining. The final two nights left are at Weed Sport on January 23rd and Charlotte on January 30th. With his experience winning these titles, Bergeron should have a slight edge in the race for the $10,000, but Smith has been a nice surprise this year. You can watch these races live on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, free on Dirtvision and on YouTube. It's a quiet day on the streaming services, just Dirtvision now and Flow Racing 24-7 on the schedule. If you want to see that full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday out there. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 